Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I'm your host, Right Warshaw Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Brother Rocco, Go America. Warshaw Brother Joe. And we are recording this. This will be posted on the 4th of July, which is Independence Day in America, and in England, it's Treason Day. So, <laughs> just want to say, uh, Happy 4th, everyone! The first happy 4th. First thing I want to do is I want to toast our nation. So, brethren... Right hand arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva. 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 Actually, last night, we celebrated last night. I got some fireworks up at Walmart. I uh, haven't made the trip to New Hampshire to get the really good ones yet. But this Connecticut. We have fireworks. In Connecticut. Oh, you should have told away. me. I go to New Hampshire like every week. They keep the bugs away. Oh, every week I go to New Hampshire. I'm not going before Thursday, but uh, next fourth, you're ge- I'm going to give you a grand, and you're going to go buy some mortars for me. I want those big 12-inch mortars, like industrial size ones. That Just let me know. All I'll, I'll take my is, personal car that day, not the uh, father, company careful. car. My father used to get them uh, from a guy. Yeah, a guy. He fell off the back of the truck. Yeah, he, he, he knows a guy. He knows a guy. I got a guy. In Connecticut, we got guys. Uh, in New York and Jersey and whatever. But uh, <laughs> we all got guys. But my father used to get him, and I remember being a kid, and we used to go blast them off in Vermont. And I'm tell you, the sound of those things. It reminded it, When I was in the Marine Corps, I fired the uh, the 60-millimeter mortar, and the sound of it coming out. The have, have you ever had a that. misfire of those mortars? I have. I have one, one, I had one. When well, you got to stick your face over that in the tube. And, no, no, no. no, no it's, those, it's bad. <laughs> no, now you're going to get a suit. <laughs> now you're going to edit that out. You're going to get a suit. We don't need a whole. It's like Star Wars. You're sitting there in Star Wars. Like, <laughs> like, whoa. We don't need a whole Jason Pierre Paul thing happening. <laughs> Come in with the hook on one day. It would run right into our pirate scheme that we're doing. See, Joe? See what you did? <laughs> oh, awesome. This is Connecticut. We have, you know, have bug repellent. Fireworks yeah. in the that, state of Connecticut, they cannot shoot over three feet. I think the the law is they cannot oh, shoot into the sky more than. So three on feet. the Fourth of July, you see a plume of smoke from everyone's backyard. However, <laughs> however, not everybody abides by that rule. But if I will say this, and just as a disclaimer, if you're going to get fireworks, use them safely. Keep your fingers. Keep your fingers. Don't stick your head over the barrel. Be safe. Be smart. Don't drink. Any type of alcoholic beverage when you're doing it, and if you are, make sure you're not shitty when you do it. And a bottle rocket fight is usually a bad because idea. Because what's what's the statistic? It's, it's a really bad idea. It, there's every single year you always hear about somebody blowing their fingers off. Oh, absolutely, blasting their yeah. face off. Yeah. Like, be safe. Don't be stupid. You know, it, it's don't be holding Roman candles vertically, shooting your buddy in the ass or anything like that. You know, there you go with the swearing. As okay. funny as it is, but don't do that. Like, be safe about it. It's fire. It, it's fire. It it's, actually burns. It's explosives. It burns. It's, you know, there's phosphorus in there. You can get seriously injured, so just be safe. But moving on. Let's go. Have fun. Um, 
The last one we did shoutouts. This one I'm going to do the questions that have been asked me. So I'm going to go through them and I'm going to go. A uh, bunch of people actually reached out to me. Um, Nicholas McGowan is the first one I want to say hello to. He says, uh, I know I've asked this question already, but how does it work for active duty military Freemasons to move lodges every two, three, four years? I remember you said each state was different. I have about one more year left at my station in Southwest Harbor, Maine. Is that enough time to finish and start degrees? Fire away, boys. I've already answered it. But first, I want to say uh, thank you for your service, uh, being in the military. Number two, uh, to my knowledge, uh, I don't know if that's kind of like a, a backdoor thing, but I know in the state of Connecticut, you have to be a resident for what is it, 12 months? Yes. Yep. But I don't know how it works out with active duty people. I think there might be kind of a loophole. I can say that we, I know we've made exceptions in the past in our lodge where uh, we had an active duty person petition our lodge. Mm-hmm. And I know somebody a couple episodes ago asked a question on the page about could we use electronic means for meetings and stuff like that, which nope. we can't do. Nope. However, we did conduct his investigation. We got permission from the Grand Master mm-hmm. to conduct his investigation via Skype. Oh, very nice. Because he he was active duty. And then when he was on furlough or when he was home, we were able to do his degree. Um, and he had plans to just take one whenever he came home. I would imagine that there would be some accommodation made if, his well, home I, changed and went to a different yeah. state that they would I say honor the same that. thing is that right. you know there's so many masons that have served mm-hmm. and are you know are serving that you're going to get respect right. when you walk into a lodge it doesn't right. matter you, you know they're going to understand your your situation right yeah absolutely so i uh, hope i answered hope we answered your question uh, next one, Mark Chavez. Hi, my name is Mark. I'm, and I have a question. First off, I'm not a Mason, but my older brother is, and it really piqued my interest. The only thing is my wife isn't really into the idea of me wanting to join. So to get my question, uh, to get to my question, is there any videos or reading I might be able to show her and make helpfully ease her mind? P.S. I really like your podcast. Well, First thing you can do is uh, let her listen to us and just hear no. that we're normal guys. That you know, <laughs> no, that's normal. a bad idea. No, I would. I would go after for episode the, thirty. I would go for uh, the Discovery Channel stuff. No, but honestly, we're just a bunch of no. I, we're I, normal. You know, not for nothing though, because you know the History Channel, and Discovery Channel, and all that shit. The, what they end up doing is they talk about Masons and then they bring in that guy with the funny freaking Indiana Jones hat who talks right. about Freemasonry and the New World Order and all. Yeah, get 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 no. You know, hear it from the horse's mouth. You know, and I suggest listen to our podcast. Listen to us. We're just a bunch of normal guys. We hang out. We have fun. We donate a ton of money to charity. And we do crazy things like, I don't know, float over to Charles Island. And uh, and if you listen to us, you'll realize we're in no position to take over the world. No. We, we can't. Sometimes we can't even agree on a topic for the podcast. No. Or like what we're going to serve at a Sunday pancake breakfast. Even or though better it's yet, breakfast. even trying to get you guys up here to the podcast. Well, I can't make it at three, but can we do four? How about four? Oh, I can't make it I at four. I was spending gonna... time with my daughter. I'm not talking about you. I'm oh, okay. just talking about just across the... Like, I, I, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about just in general. We have a hell of a time trying to organize getting right. up here for a podcast, let alone take over the world. So We probably can't even organize this trip to Charles Island. That's probably going to fall apart because <laughs> we're, fall apart. we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but my advice would be you could start with the podcast, but I would stay off the internet. I would stay off the videos because you're right. going to get 
a lot of disinformation that's just going to turn her off. We'll just stay go go have dinner. Go have dinner at the lodge. Your, your brother, your brother's lodge, I'm sure, has dinner before their meetings, or there might be some semi-public events, usually installations. You can bring Actually, family members. Bring her to let her see what it is firsthand. Let her draw her own conclusions. Don't let other people put it into her head, and then she'll ask questions, and then she'll get to see. Honestly, honestly, if if there is a family event that the lodge has, let me that's the that's the it makes the most sense. Let me also add, you whatever state you live in, you can go to the Grand Lodge, and there's all kinds of links to different videos and information that you can find on any Grand Lodge link of the state you live in and or country. To be honest with you, they're all going to have a Grand Lodge, so that's the best way to find it. Peyton Pringle. I want to give him a shout out. Actually, I mean, him been going back and forth because he was uh, very um, into the um, Newport Tower episode. And he sent me a picture of Clark Tower in Win- Winterset, Iowa. Oh, wow. That very looks cool. Cool. very, very similar. Very, very similar. He said he's been there several times. Uh, times and he said, uh, originally, he said uh, it's an old French fort. And then he said, I double-checked himself and found that Clark Tower was built as a memorial to one of the founding families of the town uh, by its descendants, not part of an old fort. Had my history bass backwards, <laughs> I love that word, uh, with other landmarks in the state. But uh, I want to give him a... He recently started listening to the podcast. He was raised a Master Mason last year, and he's currently serving as the junior deacon in his lodge. Very nice. Very nice. And I love his chips. They're very good. <laughs> Did you think I was going to let that slide? <laughs> Come on. Uh, you you got that you. reference, right? You like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Hey, I can't take shots at you. I, I, I said I wouldn't. So <laughs> I'll take shots at some listeners. <laughs> Steve said it best. Listen, uh, if we can break each other's balls, everybody else is fair game, too. So, uh Let's see here. Charles Hendricks. Thank you for the podcast. He's a new Master Mason in Boise, Idaho. Idaho. And uh, who the hell? Idaho. Idaho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he says, thank you for the podcast. I am a new Master Mason in Boise, Idaho, and you guys talk the way I talk. Thank you again. Oh, boy. Well, because we're yeah, real. Yeah, we... Um, Is well, he making fun of our accents? Is that... No, I don't think we're real. He just we're real. We're, we're real. So, you know what? We're glad to have you. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Doug Rutley. Hey, guys. Became an entered apprentice last night. Uh, it was welcomed into Freemasonry Blue Lodge. Ferdinand, uh, 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 excuse me, Ferndale 506. Just wanted to let you brothers know. I am happy and honored to have begun this journey. It was something uh, for at least a moment to stand in the place that kings and presidents and other leaders sh- have stood and be counted among them. When, Actually, when that was one of the. That, what? When did he write that? Uh, he wrote that on Wednesday. Wednesday, so it was the day before. No, congrats. Congratulations. Congratulations. Absolutely. And Welcome. That was one of the cool things that I tell everybody when they come into the door. I say, listen, nothing bad's going to happen to you. Just understand that very that there's a many, many famous people uh, and legends doing. who have done the same thing that you're going to go through right now. And, right? That, and honestly, I think that's what kept me in the room. I'll be honest with you. Like... During my EA, I think mm. that's what kept me in the room. Absolutely. Is that, oh, you know, George Washington did this. Right. There might be some slight variations to the ritual, no, but pretty him. much the so same thing. Why yeah. shouldn't I do it? Austin Kinzelman. 
I recently came across your podcast while looking for something to listen to at work besides music and the bullshit on the news. I'm with you on that one. I don't listen to the news. Oh, you can't. Uh, no, I'm good. Oh, I have to. Uh, uh, I'll be sure to leave a five-star review after this message. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Austin, at some point I will get it. It's whenever Apple decides to actually do something. Um, anyways, I have called. I, I've been called a man of few words, soft-spoken, in most conversations, I prefer to listen and observe before speaking, if at all. That's me. Believe it or not, that's actually me. Off the podcast, yeah. On the podcast, I talk a lot. Off the podcast, I listen more than I speak. Um, I believe so, anyway. Um, I was wondering if my quietness is seen as a negative while investigating a new recruit. I have been thinking of joining the Freemasons and have been soaking in as much information as I can and was wondering if you would set, if it would set me back or if it would be seen as a good thing. Thanks a lot in advance. I answered him back and I basically said to him, uh, when the investigation committee comes, they don't care if you're, man- they're going to ask you questions and you answer them. I mean, if you sit there and they ask you a question and you sit there in silence, it might not go over too well. They're going to be like, do you okay? Like, well, this is honestly but, this is a very intelligent guy. He's he's concerned about you know. Oh, I'm quiet. I'm not right. outspoken. Right. And is Believe that going to hurt? Me? For me, I've been on many investigation committees, and to me, I actually get. And I've said this before. I actually enjoy better when they listen to me. When I'm asking them questions, and then they ask me a question. Well, what's masonry about? And then I speak. And then they listen. When you sit there and listen, to me, it's actually a positive because you actually, you're not a know-it-all. You're curious because I've sat down during investigations. I've said it on prior podcasts that I've sat down with a guy. I'm not, no, I'm coming into this to teach you about this. That's going to get you some trouble because, you know, you're here to receive light initially. I've been Only on later do I've you been on give And they're going to need to listen to get past the ritual work that they need to do and if you come in basically telling not that we as freemasons know it all but you're joining us we're not seeking you you know what i mean like you know you're coming to join us so initially you need to kind of take a sit back and listen to what's going to happen and understand what's going to happen and you know on our end of it and once you get through everything you're supposed to get through then yeah you absolutely can share but initially you should be quiet because, again, the, the student doesn't teach the teacher. The teacher teaches the student. And that's the best way. So pretty much that's what I got. I want the advice I'm going to give to him on that. And I think it's almost normal. Like uh, listeners on this podcast may find it hard to believe, but I used to be a quiet guy and didn't say a lot and just kept things to myself and I absorbed a lot of information. Well, that's clearly not the case. Clearly anymore. not the case anymore because Freemasonry – has given we take good men and make them better it changes you i'm not afraid to to speak in public i'm not afraid to express my opinion i've given presentations to a room full of 200 people and i don't bat an eye at it because i've done the middle chamber in front of a grand master of the state of connecticut and that's the most intimidating thing we could ever do you've done the middle chamber absolutely holy hell now we're gonna ask him to always do the (laughs) chamber anyway no no but i i agree a hundred percent on that is that you know, when you've listened and you've heard all this stuff and then you start to regurgitate it. I right. mean, but but a, a lot of it is you'll come into like a um, – into the, your initial meeting with a, with a Freemason and 
we understand that you may have some nervousness, so you're, you're right. going to talk. Right. You know, just... Or not talk. Sometimes, sometimes when people are nervous, they just blab. Right. But we're all real people, and we've all experienced that. I can tell you... Just don't come in and be cocky. Basically. No, I can don't tell come you, like, I'm going to teach you be humble. Yeah, because be humble. definitely right. done for me is giving me the ability to speak in front of in front of people. There was a petition I, that I didn't. There was a guy I met with. I didn't give him a petition. I said, all right, we'll be in contact. Never. Yeah. Well, you, oh, that's, that's um, for me as well. That's your obligation on the investigation committee. Giovanni Rebe. Brothers, I'd love to join the podcast. Uh, I'd love the podcast. May I join? I asked him the community group. He said yes. I directed him. And again, this is perfect because if you want to join the community group, answer the questions. There's three questions. They're not hard. We're not going to let you in the door unless you answer the questions. Uh, but he is from Oak Harbor, Washington, Wind, uh, Whidbey 15 Lodge. So uh, I want to say uh, hello, Giovanni, brother Giovanni. Glad to have you. And why were you so surprised that I did the middle chamber? Don't think no, I'm no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm impressed. Oh, okay. I'm impressed. Oh, okay. I can't do it. Because you gave me that look of, no, you're no, no, an idiot. No. How could you possibly do No, 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 no. I, I was actually impressed. I was thoroughly impressed, honestly. I think you automatically assumed, like, we want to drag you into ours. Because <laughs> we need someone. Well, one of the reasons why, if you've seen my past master's apron. Yeah. You said it was really fancy. and yeah, yeah. I like to say it's the Ric Flair robe of Masonic aprons. I got one, too. Um, but that's the main reason why I wanted to put the two pillars on it. Because oh, that cool. was a big Ball accomplishment and a big turning point in my Masonic career. And I cool. wanted that on my past master's apron. So Yeah, no, I wasn't. No, no, no condescending okay. back end. Okay. No, I was being actually. I'm, I'm well, I'm not used to this whole genuine complimentary <laughs> thing between us. I'm just not used to it. I'm sorry. No, I apologize. I, I'll honestly okay. say I've never done the middle chamber. I've tried to learn it. And it's just too many. Th- I, again, I've done every degree. I've done the, the order of the temple, which is a huge part. But the, the thing with that degree is it's, it's conversation wise. Mm-hmm. It, it's broken up. Where yes. I I know okay talk 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 walk talk 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 he talks talk 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 he does this like so it's broken up whereas right. the middle chamber is a straight what oh, yeah. eleven hundred word it's talk. a lot it's yeah, a lot I can't I can't wrap that around my brain so I was actually yeah. giving you kudos I've actually done it twice I did it in the beginning of the That's year awesome. and then did it again at the end of the year and now when you're duly affiliated you'll be doing it here I'd be happy to it, it's you know we we talked uh, quite a few episodes back our favorite degree. And I said that the fellow craft degree was my favorite degree because that's when I, like, the, the epiphany happened in my head. That's when I had to learn that material. I had to, to recite it. But going through that process um, not only opened up my mind to my Masonic career, but it opened up my mind to a lot of things. And that's when I truly started to get it. Because right. your your EA degree, you don't know what's going on. Like no. you're trying to absorb so much. It's overwhelming. But the fellow craft degree, you know, I I have the the personality type that enjoys counseling and teaching. Right. So doing that middle chamber lecture, you're teaching that person a lot of things. And it was just I know I'm going off topic here, but that was just a um, a turning point in my Masonic career, which is why it's my favorite. Yeah, no, well, being general, honestly, Christ, I was being general. That's, that's impressive, and that that's awesome. Um. Darcy Ashley loved the podcast and was perfect for helping me with questions I have about joining Freemasons. Awesome, glad we could help. I have approached a local lodge and have completed first step to my process in joining. I said uh, good morning. It's a pleasure to have you. It's great. Uh, keep us informed on how your path goes. He says, uh, 
It's a three-hour drive to work one way, so it's been a fun journey listening and hearing all the tales of your lodge. Uh, it helped me also decide if you wanted Canadian right or York right. What's Canadian right? Why are you asking me? Oh, now we no. got. <laughs> hey, we got. Did Michael Alton put him up That's to awesome. that? <laughs> I wasn't. Oh my god! I was totally being genuine. No, I know. I know. I'm still getting used to this genuine, but it is funny. It is funny that the Canadian. It wasn't the like South American writer, the Mexican writer, whatever. I will be dead honest. Canadian. I've never writer. heard of a Canadian right. So maybe we'll have to do some research into that. Would you like me to do that research? I. We all could do the research. Now. Okay. I know the York right. Obviously, I'm Michael Alchin will do some research. I'm sure he will. <laughs> But I've never heard of the Canadian right. I have not. Interesting. I have not. Um, and he chose the Roy- uh, York Right Lodge. Uh, your podcast has been uh, has very much helped in better understanding it with the basic level uh, at the basic level what it means to be a Mason now uh, and to have fellow brothers in lodge. For the record, I could easily answer the three questions you mentioned on the podcast. Polar orange dry for the win. <laughs> That's great. It's some good stuff. Excellent. Great. Hey, congratulations, Darcy, and uh, welcome to the club. That's one thing. You know, people take different things from this podcast. But well, if you welcome to the fraternity, not yes. the club. I want to clarify that. Go if ahead. you're gonna if you're gonna take one thing from this podcast, it's the fellowship, the brotherhood. The fun that we have together as brothers, as members of this fraternity. <clears throat> so good for Darcy, brother Rory James Wood Jr. Well, I didn't get a picture because there was no, uh, there was so much going on. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, stand by. I want to do a toast to all those who messaged me to begin with. So we're gonna start with that. We're gonna start with that because then I have to do uh, brother Rory separately. Charger cannons. Kids. Cannons are charged in a line. Cannons are charged. Arr. Arr. We just did the pirate episode. So. All right. Brethren, right hand arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva. 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 Damn it. Dropped a little something on me. All right. Separately. Brother, Rory James Wood Jr. Well, I didn't get to post a picture because there was so much going on Monday night, but he is a master mason now. I really enjoyed the experience of the degree, but to me, that wasn't the best part of the night. We have two meeting a month, and the first one is just for masons. We eat first, and then the meeting is second. Uh, the uh, Then the meeting. The second meeting is family night where you bring your family to eat, and then the meeting is held. But this night... Uh, this family night, everybody ate, and then the past grandmaster awarded five brothers with their fifty-year uh, masons. Oh wow! Yeah, in uh, Freemasons apron. Whoa! So they got an apron for wherever he's years? at. I don't know where he's at, but uh, they give an they give an apron for fifty-year members. Impressive. That's pretty cool. Um, we get pins here. Um, that was cool, but he told a story at the end of that and i'm still in awe about it two weeks ago he was at another lodge about an hour away giving out 50 year aprons and the last one he gave out was to a 94 year old man and it was and it was his 70 year apron oh wow that's incredible years amazing 70 years you know what you should go like yeah if i make it to 30 years i'll be i'll be happy (laughs) how many yet (laughs) I'm at 11 right now, yeah, so... you'll be good to make it to 20. 
<laughs> oh, we're gonna restart. We're gonna start up that again. Is that what we're doing? You're saying the way this podcast is going. <laughs> they just went silent. Good luck if I make it to twelve. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, with, we're well, be with this pirate stunt. To uh, brother Rory James Jr. James Wood Jr. for becoming a master mason. Congratulations, my nice. It's the guy firing off fireworks again. Brethren! It's like one every 20 minutes. Yeah, he's out minutes. there having it's fun. Not even cool. That's fine. Until the cops come, and that'll be the end of That's that. That's why he's lighting them, running back, waiting for him. He's lighting another one, running back. Brethren, right hand to arms. Arms! Ready! Ready! Aim! Aim! Fire, good fire, fire off. Together, brothers. Vivat! 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 All right. Let's get into our main topic. Skipping all the other stuff because I've already plugged podcasts and Patreons and pretty much on the last episode that I did. And uh, if you don't know by now, you're not going to know. <laughs> so, Discord. Mention Discord because that's fairly new. Discord, yes. So if you sign up for Patreon, I will send you the Discord link. You have to be a Patreon member and it is a direct link to all, well not all, but most of the brothers of the podcast. And it's a direct text messaging back and forth conversation thing and it's live it's not on uh, it's it goes out to all of us and you can ask questions on there we sometimes generally just shoot the breeze on there we say good morning on there we say good evening on there and it's it's a direct link to us so if you want to be part of the discord sign up for patreon it's three five seven and nine for the different amounts to the different tiers it's not expensive three five seven or nine a month uh, that's not $3,579 a month. <laughs> but we wouldn't mind it. $3, $7, uh, $3, $5, $7, or $9 a month. And you get all kinds of bonus content. On top of that, you get on Discord. And you get to conversate with us directly. We're not picky. We'll take anything. Obviously, each tier gives you different content. But everybody from 3 to 9... You know, whatever level tier you are, will be on Discord. So, let's go to the nine, the past master level, which I believe is the nine a month, right? Yes, past master level is the nine a month. Uh, what I'm planning on doing, and uh, I've talked about it before, I'm still working on it, is to find a. I'm trying to make a Freemasons podcast lapel pin. It is extremely expensive for me to uh, front the money to get the die made because even the uh, soft enamel enamel ones are roughly about 270 buck a clip in order to get the die done so i've got a guy for you we'll talk off you got the a air. Guy? i got a guy i got a guy i got a guy right. Right. i was gonna say though for the next person that uh joins the past master level of nine dollars per month and keeps it up for at least three months you perhaps i'll throw a joe normous t-shirt out there for you <laughs> I can, I'm, I'm making Normous. a few i'm making are you a few. really yeah let me know. i'm gonna wear them on every live podcast hey, if you want to make a, a t-shirt i got a guy do you have a guy? I got a guy. Can we make a Joe Norris t-shirt? Wait, can I'll fund it completely. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually zero cost to me to start the design, and uh, I could you you pick the design, send me the send the thing, I'll put it on. I buy like a dozen from you and just <laughs> shoot them out in cannons, like at the <laughs> like at the hockey games and stuff. Are you kidding me? Right. There we go. If we make money off Patreon, we'll just t-shirt gun that thing. Oh like, my God! Yes. Right in the middle of the street. Just if you want a Joe Normus t-shirt, if you're interested in purchasing a Joe Normus t-shirt, put it on our page. We'll come up with a design, and we'll go from there. 
I'll tell you, I'm in for a dozen. <laughs> All right, that's fine. <laughs> you send me the design. I'll put it on the. I'll put it on the uh, the, the FreemasonsPodcast.com, and we'll. You can purchase a Joe Norman shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> you make the design and send it to me, and we'll do it. Okay, done deal. All right. All right, let's get into our main topic, and the topic is actually this is going to be a serious one. Uh, the last one was the pirate one, which was kind of a uh, history, kind of horsing around. This one is going to be, we call it the NPD problem. For those who don't know what NPD is, NPD is non-payment of dues. And this is one of the, well, actually, I think it is the main reason uh, for membership loss of Freemasonry. Uh, non-payment of dues. Uh, just doesn't mean basically that we have cheapskates who don't pay dues. It's more of the we've lost interest. These brothers no longer communicate with the lodge, and they just stop paying their dues. They stop attending, and they stop participating. So we're going to go around the table and talk about the NPD problem. Joe, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start off because this is my first year as secretary, so it's the first year that I've had to deal with it from a quote-unquote collections side of things but it's something that i had to deal with as uh, as master of the lodge you know first and foremost and it, it's funny because when you spoke about bringing up this topic on a podcast um i actually solicited some help from a brother in our lodge to help send out the past due notices just a few weeks ago mm-hmm. younger brother as far as his masonic career mm-hmm. um and didn't understand the whole process and his first question was well, what does npd even mean right like, well, literally, it means non-payment of dues. It means you haven't paid your dues. Um, I said, but here's the thing I want to impress upon everybody. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Because what happens is if you're non-payment of dues, uh, eventually you were, you were submitted to Grand Lodge and pretty much says you're delinquent on your dues and your Masonic clock stops ticking. You're still a Mason. You're still a brother. You just cannot attend a tiled Masonic event. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still go to the family picnics, things like that, but you cannot go into a tiled Masonic event. Mm-hmm. For brothers that are in really bad shape financially, it's not a bad thing because it stops them from, from building up this debt mm-hmm. so they can get back on their feet and then they can make arrangements to pay their past dues and then come back into the lodge. Um, but... You know, what I try to impress upon people is a couple of things. First and foremost, it's in your obligation. Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to become a Mason, you're, you're in your obligation. You are, in essence, promising to, to pay your dues. That's one of your Remaining obligations to the, to the lodge. Mm-hmm. Two, if financially you're in a bad spot, there are other ways you can contribute. Absolutely. I want to I jump in here and Go ahead. say... Um, you know, so if you're hitting, fi- if you have financial difficulty, and you're having a hard time coming up with your dues, the the most important thing that I can stress um, would be to communicate with your absolutely mm-hmm. because, and the reason I say this is, um, you know, it, it is, you know, a lot of times when you have financial difficulty, you want to be quiet about it. You don't want to talk about it. You don't tell people that's my private business, and it doesn't involve everyone. But your brothers they may be able to help in in not a financial way mm-hmm. um but we've had brothers that just w- will pay the dues for other brothers i want to say this 
Joe can attest to this because he's also a fellow secretary. I think one of the, the the most I don't want to say one of the most secretive position in the entire lodge is the secretary. Yes. People can come to me and say to me, and I want to also add that anytime I send out a dues letter. So let me just start with the dues to begin with. And this is in the state of Connecticut. I don't speak for all grand jurisdictions or lodges or pending bodies. In Morningstar Lodge, talking about our lodge in itself, we have uh, our annual communication where we set the dues amount in December. It's usually the first Saturday of December. Come January 1st, your dues for the next year are due. Correct. That's when you're supposed to be paid up. Does it happen that way? Eh, not necessarily. A lot of people wait till the next annual communication, and let's just say, you know, it's right now 2019. You're uh, late. If you haven't paid your 2019 dues, you're late. Yes. But we also have a lot of brothers who don't pay their dues until freaking November, which drives me insane because understand, I want all brothers to understand, for especially in the state of Connecticut, <coughs> the, the, the lodge starts paying for you. Your Grand Lodge assessment of $60 comes out twice a year, okay? It comes out in, I think it's April, I'm going to say, and it comes out in, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, and it comes out in October, I believe. Is the I two believe Grand that's accurate, yeah. Or at least in that ballpark time. The lodge has to pay for you those two times. So that's $120. Let's say your dues are $125. Okay? That's ours right now. Set. We've are you're already we've had to pay out of pocket. The lodge has had to pay out of pocket for you come November. So you're actually doing your lodge a disservice by having the lodge having to reach into its own pocket to pay your dues. In November, right. which is why we asked for it in January, so that in April you're covered, October you're covered. You're right. Because not only are you not paying your lodge, but your lodge is paying for you, so you're kind of hitting them twice. They're right. not collecting from you, but they still have to pay out to Grand Lodge on your behalf. And you know, it's that's the one thing that I wanted to to make sure we hit it on today is just the culture of like in our lodge, it's almost become acceptable to pay your 2019 dues in November of 2019. Yeah, not okay. And that's where I'm trying to change that culture. The other problem is, and I don't know if it's true for your lodge, I can only speak for mine, we don't NPD somebody until they're behind two years. Two years. That's us too. It's the same way. But here's the problem. If you have a brother that's in financial difficulty, and this is when I had the conversation with the other brother a few weeks ago. They're not going to have a chance. If they yeah. think about somebody who's in financial hardship. Uh-huh. I can't speak for your dues. I'll talk about my ours are two hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Including the Grand Lodge assessment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ours one twenty five, including Grand Lodge. So assessment. if you're NPD, you're in the rear is four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you need to pay that current year's dues Correct. to get back in. So to get back in, you're paying six hundred dollars, five six hundred dollars. That's probably consistent about in every lodge somewhere in that range, four fifty to six hundred dollars. Right. I don't know. I'm I'm not in financial hardship, and I could stroke you a check for six hundred bucks, but it hurt a little bit. Yeah, and and I'm doing fairly well, right? So you almost are setting it up to a point where they can't get back in, I and that's the say, problem. And I also want to say our lodge isn't hurting for money. We're doing all right. We're doing okay. Every dues letter that I send out, I send one out in January. 
And then I send one out again. Uh, I'm going to be sending one out shortly because we're already in July. So around July, end of July, early August, I send out the second one. Say, hey, the first one is, hey, this is what our dues are. If you're having financial issues or you're having financial troubles, please contact me. Okay. Right. That's what I do. Contact me. We'll make something happen. Okay. If you're an active brother and you say, hey, listen, man, I just don't got the money this week. I don't got the money this I don't have the money right now. All right. What can you give me? Even if you give me... 20 bucks, 10 bucks, you pay me 10 bucks or whatever the case may be, it, it helps the lodge. Right. Or try it to cover your Grand Lodge assessment so we're not paying yeah, out on it. Whatever. Kind of, I, I want to jump in there and say, you know what? Dues are what's keeping your lodge alive. Right. It's so our main source of income. Remember that. But let yeah. me continue. In ju- end of July, August, now you're getting the nasty gram, which is basically, listen, you're behind, okay? Yep. You got to ca- you gotta pay this, okay? Because we are going to drop you. NPD, right? Uh, you, you could be. Excuse me. I don't say we're going to drop you. You could be potentially dropped. Okay. Because that's a voted. Then you get the two-year notice, and that is where I, I get more brash. Firm. Yeah, yeah. Firm. You're going to be dropped. Right. This year, if you do not catch up, you are this far behind. If you cannot pay this, give me a call. I've always given the option. We do have brothers. We have had brothers in the past that just, you know, Ugats. I don't right. hear a word right. from you. I hear nothing. That was a good, that was Ugats. Ugats, for those who don't know, Dan already knows. It's Italian. <laughs> it means, you know, Ugats, nothing. You're getting nothing. They don't even respond to me. They, I've written them text messages. I've fired emails. I've, right. gotten, right. I've tried every avenue to get a hold of you. After two years, you're gone. Like, there's nothing. The one thing that I absolutely hate, and there was a brother who said that he was in financial issue or whatever, and I said, listen, and you know, I talked to the worship master, and I said, listen, I'm trying to get this brother back in the lodge. I want him to become more active. He was a very active brother. I, I reached out, and I said, listen, man, brother, come meet me. Let's go meet. I'll take you out to dinner. We'll have a couple beers, you know, and we'll, we'll have broke some, we broke some bread over it. And he told him, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there on Saturday. I'll be there on next Saturday. I promise you I'll be there. Nothing. Never right. showed. I didn't yep. reach out after that Thursday because I figured you know what I'll give him a, I'll, give, I'll give him right, you know, right. half a month. Thursday never showed. Next Sunday, uh, Saturday of the next month never showed. Two weeks later, Thursday never showed. At that point, you've basically I take it as a slight on me because I've extended to you. I've we reached gave out you an to opportunity. You, we gave you the right. opportunity. You basically you basically spit in my face. At that point, you gotta go. Like, so there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a breaking point, right? And and as a secretary, my goal this year, and again, these are the questions that I deal with from members of my own lodge, and especially younger masons that are younger, they're less tenured in their career. It's like, look, by the time somebody is is put up for non-payment of dues. Mm-hmm. They're going to receive at least six notifications mm-hmm. from me, Absolutely. and, and my conscience is clear at that point. It's not right, and that's not a harsh thing. That's it's, exactly what I was going to touch on because people may sit back and be like, "Well, that's not very brotherly," right? right. But you know, by you kind of sandbagging me is not very brotherly to me because I'm reaching out to you, trying to help you out. If you would have said, "Listen, I'm in financial issue. I just can't do it right now," right? We'll work. You know, my more important thing is just attend. Lodge right. money we can figure out later. Right, just Get here. be active. But many NPDs stop being active and they stop paying their dues. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do in that situation? 
that's I've, a tough one. So it's that's, a tough one because I, like you, I've had between master and secretary, I've had two instances where, you know, it, one, it's in our obligation. And I don't want to use the specific wording of it, but if a brother is distressed and we feel that he's worthy of receiving relief, it's our obligation. Worthy to, to being do the that. key word. Worthy, absolutely. I had a brother reach out to me, explain the situation. His brother that I respected very, very much because he was involved in my early Masonic career, explained to me his, his situation. What we worked out with him was pay your Grand Lodge assessment, mm-hmm. and then we could really use some help this fall cleaning up the place, raking leaves, cleaning the right. gutters, doing that. Right. Guy showed up four Saturdays in a row. Right. Done. He's set. Good. I, I can right. forgive that. There's, there's another brother. Work, there's ways to work around it. Yeah. There and really it doesn't is. always mean that the lodge has to take a hit, and that's the important piece. Right. Because while the secretary, like you said, we keep brother situations secret and mm-hmm. we don't announce it publicly. Correct. However, it's not it's not wrong to stand up in front of lodge and say we have a brother mm-hmm. that's in some distress and needs some help. What I'm going to pass the hat around, and I've done that for a brother. That's a good point. And we got his dudes taken care of. So it's a win-win. It's a very Brother stays active. Mm. Lodge still gets the money. Grand Lodge still gets their money, and nobody knows who that, it is. That's a great move. That's a perfect situation. That is, absolutely. That's the perfect outcome. Everybody wins. I actually like that. We've never done that here. What I've always done it. was my, my yeah, whole I like thing that. was... I, I like that. Well, yeah. What I've always done for myself is if somebody comes to me personally and tells me, hey, listen, can't do it. Can't do it. Just take out the money. Things are tight right now. Right. What I will do is, and I don't want this to be understood as this is kind of like the back door to not paying your dues. No, you no, know? no. It's, it's, again, because this worthy really gonna, brother that that is applied is, to us. Well, this is what I, this, I, I need. Help. Me, this is only This is only going to get you so far. You know, in other words, you can tell me, all right, listen, I'm tight right now. I can't do right. it. You know, I'm hoping that you're going to make up your 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 fault, your shortcomings. But if you don't, it's okay. But don't expect year after year it's going to continue. Right. If you do it for one year, all right, we can deal with that. Two years, come on now. Like, right. now you're pushing the boundaries. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it may come to a point where I'm like, all right, you know, what what can you do? What can you give? Right. $5, $10. What can you give? Like, because, you know, the lodge has to survive as well. Correct. And if you have a bunch of NPDs, you are a weight on the lodge. You are a weight. And let right. me explain why. Is because, you know, if you're two years in the rears in the state of Connecticut, just an example, I think it's 65. Am I correct, Joe? 67. 67. Okay, yeah, so it's even up two bucks this year, yeah. You got to also assume. Take 67 times that by four. You're behind that much. But forget forget the dues. You're likely showing up to events and things like that, and you're not throwing down the no. same amount that everyone. Well, else that's why. Let me understand. Let me also just add on to that. All that again can still be washed away. Right. But when you stop becoming active, right, it hurts even harder because you know what. We can we do a lot of charity events. Well, now you're slapping What's, us in the face. Yeah, but even we can, we do charity events. We do a yeah. car show. We raise what three thousand right. dollars plus. Give us up. three four hours of your day. Give us three four Something. hours of your day. We'll take the money out of the car show to right. cover you. Now, again, I'm going to be at the car show. I'm going to be selling the Freemasons podcast shirts. I have no problem with donating my proceeds to that brother who's in the rear. But if you don't show up, and I told you, listen, show up and help me sell some shirts. Right. I'll put you it towards your dues. Right. You got to right. do the work. 
And so it, it's you got to be active. Remain active. If you're right. NPD, yes, I get it. Maybe it's embarrassing. But if you put a valiant effort in to participate in your lodge, you know, and these I'm throwing this out for a couple things. I'm throwing this out for the brothers who are listening who may be NPD. Maybe you're embarrassed. You know what? It's embarrassing to be hurt. There's no money. shame. But there's no shame. The, that's the thing, though. you got to understand that it's not like it's going to be posted on a, a billboard somewhere that you have an issue. It's going to be between you and your secretary. And I actually wanted to say that. that many of the times that you know people have approached me and said, hey, listen, I'm hurting for money. The only person I speak to is the master because I legitimately and legally, masonically, have to Correct. speak to the master. Correct. I can't just be like, you're good. You're good. Right. You're good. Right. I'm not that guy. <laughs> and I'm not that guy. You know, but if I have to speak to the master. But honestly, if I sit down with the master and say, listen, Hush, hush on this. This is between you and me. This brother is in a little bit of trouble. Right. No one in that lodge is going to know. And I'm going to tell him what my plan is. This is my plan. I'm going to take my Freemason podcast shirts or lodge shirts. We'll sell them. We're covering his dues. Right. And he may, and I got to wait for his. I got to wait for his prerogative. Correct. If he says, "Yeah, that's a go. Let's do it." But I'll, not a problem. Right. Understand that's not going to happen every year. You know. Right. But We're but a lodge different masters that you're going to get different masters that don't have that opinion. But a lodge will get not. into trouble when it becomes the culture of, hey, I'm just going to wave it. And you're not seeking those alternative Bad names. Move. That's where Bad you run move. into trouble because that just snowballs. And then next thing you know, people talk. Oh, well, well you forgave you him. Year, you're right? going to wave at him. No, no, you're going to yeah. – we'll get you taken care of. Mm-hmm. But you're going to do this in return if you're – I right. mean, if, if you have a brother that – you know, has a heart attack. Or, I also or want to. Say, I, I want That's lodges, different. lodge secretaries, and lodges in themselves to understand you cannot carry brothers for four, five, six, no, seven no. years. That's going to be your our downfall. lodge before we kind of you know the That's new the problem. before the new blood we'll call it took over. That's exactly what they did. And why did they do that? They did they it because the they needed the members, right? And they had enough money. We still have enough money to potentially do that, but we're not gonna because now we have our own space, we have our own building. We have our own lodge. We have right. our own. But like, eventually, that's going to catch up. Honestly, honestly, it's honestly but you're the, the type of person. If you're the type of person that's going to bow off every responsibility, we're going to know about it. And we don't need you. We're going to know about it within the first two years. You're a brother. You need to act like a brother. And part of acting like a brother is to pay your dues. Right. Right. You, you know it. It, it gets you know, granted the higher you get in the in the food chain and the more bodies you join dues get expensive yeah so you have two options a blue lodge masonry you have to be a blue lodge mason so you have to pay those dues the appending bodies the alternative is take a demit this way you're not hurting your your other body even a dual member we'll use that well if you're a dual right right even if you're a dual member which means you belong to a mother lodge and you have another lodge let's say you can't pay your dues to the dual lodge not that it's hurting them in assessment but it's still it's still an income they're still kind of expecting it uh more prominently in the appending bodies take a demit a demit is basically you saying listen I can't be part of you guys anymore I just can't afford it the thing with a demit is if you're in good standings, you you're ask for a demit, you're still a Mason. Yes, right, you're a Mason at large. You're a Mason at large. You can't really attend that anymore, but you don't owe money. They're right. not paying an assessment on you. Right. Take that demit. And it's actually you're doing yourself and the lodge a favor. You're absolutely doing Because you're not getting further and further behind. Again, if you got to come up with five, $600 in one stroke, that's, right. that's hard. Right. You're still a brother. 
Yeah, absolutely. You're always a brother. Always and that's a brother. where that's where you know I've gotten into some situations where just even um, you know my last stated, we had a brother that was NPD'd in December. Right. That showed up, and this is I just want to use the story to illustrate. You know, it can be difficult, but if you handle it the right way, it can be done very mm-hmm. in a very brotherly way. NPD in December shows up for our our stated dinner in June. Right. Nobody had seen him in a while because he had been mm-hmm. gone for two years. That's more embarrassing, I think, is to tell a brother you can't attend. That's where that's the situation. But he was welcome with open arms. Mm-hmm. Everybody recognized him, hugged him, shook his hand. Right. He was able to have dinner with us. Mm-hmm. But now I have to be the guy with the master that before we're ready to go upstairs to say, hey, look, I'm yeah. sorry. You know the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. You can't attend right. the state of communication. I'm really sorry. And it's uncomfortable. Right. But, again, conscience is clear because I said, hey, I can give you the PayPal account right now. Mm-hmm. You can pay. We can go upstairs and vote on your first thing. Mm-hmm. And once the vote goes, then you're good. You can come on up. Right. Chose not to, chose not to do that. Right. And we caught a lot of flack from a lot of people. I can't believe you did that. I'm like, you don't know the story. It's none of your business. But you know that if somebody's in this status, we can't allow them in. And let me explain why. It says that you cannot accept a brother who is suspended uh, or expelled under the sentence. Technically, as an NPD, you are suspended. Correct. And that's actually how it shows up in Grandview. Now. That's how it shows up in Grandview, which is our automated system. And actually, uh, when we had uh, the Fellow Craft Club here, Brother Joe, the brother, uh, the Fellow Craft, Naugatuck Valley Fellow Craft Club, we extended our lodge to. We let them come up here and have their meeting. And we met the IT guy for the Grand Lodge. And I'd like to have him up here, and I'd like to have him talk about the Grandview. Um, I plan on doing that as well. Um, I plan on having more guests up here in, in different programs. So, but the uh, we can we could talk more about the grand view of the state of Connecticut. Uh, I'm going to get him up here. I'm Which also is a great system, by the way. It's great, great system. It really is. And there's no more monthly forms. Thank God. Thank God. I'm tired of getting yelled at. <laughs> so I didn't get yelled at, but I'm tired. I'm just tired of doing double work. Yeah. It's like, and then yeah, and they get I'm lost in the mail, it. and I sent them to the wrong address because the Grand Lodge changed their PO box, and they said they didn't even get it. Well, of course, the, P- the editable PDF form you get doesn't yeah. work. Uh, I had to hold it, but anyway, yeah, we're good now. We're good now. We're good now. But uh, so you know, you show up as a suspended Mason, and right. you know that's actually a Masonic offense if you as master allow someone to who is under suspension you cannot even communicate that you cannot communicate with them masonically either because they're right. they are a suspended mason and that's why i tell brothers that travel all the time especially now as secretary if you travel and you go to a lodge and they ask you for your dues card and they put you through the tyler's oath mm-hmm. don't be offended by it right they're doing their job they're, mm-hmm. they're doing their job to make sure that you're in good standing Right. That's don't be offended. I don't care if you're wearing purple or whatever. Don't be offended. So because they have to do that. I would have to. So let's. We got ten minutes left. So let's do this. How do we get those NPDs back? How do we get them from not being NPD? I think number one, me being a secretary, is communication. Many NPDs I've reached out to, not even just in nasty grams, just hey, how you doing? 
what's the deal? How you been? Right. How's the family? How are the kids? How's the wife? How's the girlfriend? How's the wife and the girlfriend? Are they getting along together? Uh, you know, whatever <laughs> the case. Just joking on that one, please. Don't. Uh, but I reach out to them and I say, right. you know, what's the deal? You know, some of them they're going to ignore you. Right. And once they ignore you, you pretty much know the deal. They're ignoring you. They want nothing to do with it. They got to go. Right. Um, you know, I, the other Surprising ones are just waiting there. for the phone call. Right. Where There's, have you been? Oh, hey. Oh, oh you still remember me. Oh, still yeah. Remember, oh, okay. Of course we remember you. Yes. You know, why are you coming back? We miss you. Come on back. You know, come, come hang out with us. You know, because right. a lot of the times... It's not about your dues. We don't give a shit about your money. No, we want your fellowship. We, we want, want you to be present. We want you to be present. So even if you're NPD, not let's say you're... Okay, I don't want to say NPD. If you're on the cusp of being NPD, right. just come back to Lodge. I guarantee you, you'll be taken in by open arms. Because I know that for a fact. We absolutely I witnessed it be. firsthand in that example I just shared with you. Right. Um, and then the other aspect of it is, okay, you know, if you all, if you already are NPD, you know... Talk to the secretary. Talk to the master or the secretary. Work something out. Say, listen, I can't pay you $300 right here off the cuff, but if I give you $100 for good measure, can we have a vote and get me back in? Right. Can we work, so absolutely. Can we work something out? And There's always room for negotiation. You know, And no one's ever going to sit there and tell you, no, you got to pay it all up. If they do... And my, you they might could. need to talk. They could, but they talk could. to somebody else. They, but talk to somebody go else. Go to your DD, go to the master directly or, right. or something. Right. But um, there, are, there are checks and balances. And, I, you know, I can't imagine somebody being that much of a tool that's a brother that said, nope, painful today or you're out. Yeah. But the other thing is we have events that are open. They're going to the want, like, want full they're, price. Right. But listen, I can't do 300. Can we do 100? I can't do... 100, can we do 50? Right. Can I pay you 25, 25, 25? Back to what I said whatever. at the very beginning, communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Communicate. That's all it's about is you got to talk to right. your secretary. You got to talk to your and, – and you know what? There may be a little shame in that, in, in talking to someone about it. I understand, but, though. There's no shame, though, because but, you know what? You're talking, especially in this lodge, you're only talking to me. Right. Our conversation no, – but you got to think about a new and I. a new member, right? Right, you gotta right, think right, about right, right. A new member, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be right. afraid to approach you, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what I'm saying. Is yeah, this, no, I don't be saying. afraid to talk because we all have problems. But there, here's the other key, key piece to that. So that we have public events like the car show, like installation is semi-public, um, family picnics. Those are open to Masons and their family members. Attend those events. Don't be ashamed. Nobody's going to know, like we discussed. Attend those events. This way, when a vote does come up and a consideration may need to be made, they know who you are. Because I'm more than likely going to grant some kind of dispensation or make accommodations for somebody who I see three or four times a year at semi-private events Mm -hmm. for somebody I haven't seen in three years. Mm Mm-hmm. So still be at, attend dinner. Any brother, you can't attend the, the state of communication. You can come to the dinner beforehand. Make yourself known. Make yourself visible. And then, again, there, there's no shame. Work something out. Right. And, you know, funny thing. I just want to add this, too. Um, 
let's say let's go even further. Let's say you've been NPD for an extended period of time. Okay, we had a brother. Uh, I don't want to disclose his name because, but he we had a right. brother who basically came up here uh, not too long ago and said, uh, "Hey, what's up? I'm I'm so and so. I haven't been here and." Since before I was a Mason. He said, but I used to be a brother here. He goes, I got dropped at NPD. He's like, you know, I, I wouldn't mind being. I said, well, and I said to him, I said, do you want to be active again? So said, you want to come back up? And he's like, well, I'd love to. He's like, but I don't, I don't even know what I owe for dues or anything. Right, because it becomes the this records, daunting figure. The, the, the records that I had didn't go back. They didn't go back that far. So when he was dropped NPD, I have no idea what he owed. And you know right. what I told him? far as i'm concerned you're clear <laughs> I, I don't know what you owe how the hell can right. i how can i charge you be like yeah it could be 300 dollars well i don't know what the hell you know it's the I don't latest know. it's the latest dues that he owes i've had a situation like that where i said is. yep last year this year and yep. you're clear like i don't care if you owe us five thousand dollars if you yep. can pay last and year and exactly, this year and, and that's you're clear he, well he, i didn't even ask for last year because right. i didn't know you know he's been and when he because again you owe the year you were dropped in the current year I don't know what year he was dropped. Right. I don't even know what the dues were set at that year. Right. So realistically, he paid this year's dues. You, I we yeah, voted on him. That. You could do that. He was it was in. It could have been nineteen seventy, and he paid fifteen dollars. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right. So, so I'm saying like, now we have and now is he active? He is active. See, there you go. Those and are so the guys. It was a win. It was a win. And that's the beautiful thing about Grandview. Not because it was a win because we got his dues money. It was a win because it's a brother from back in the day. It now returns again. Right. And that it's you coming up here and hanging out with us and, and being part of our lodge. That's what's important. Not the money, you. And that's the beauty of Grandview is I can look up any member of our lodge ever. Right. Even if they've been NPD'd for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I can still reach out to them. I can still, you know, shoot them an invite to the picnic or just right. give, like you said, give a brotherly call. Hey, just we haven't forgotten about you. Let's uh, just right. check it in, and you know, if, especially if somebody's been gone a while, right? Don't make that first phone call about money. No. Hey, we're thinking about you. Find we haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Is there anything we could do to help? You know, those types of things. Open the door again. Don't if be a bill collector. If you haven't <laughs> right. seen a right, you're not a, you're not a creditor. Right. I'm not talking. Don't about start your conversation. But this phone call may be monitored, right. recorded. Don't do that. Like, no. Call up and just ask about him. Hey. But I'm not right. even saying secretaries. Even I'm saying brothers. You know what? Go out. Go out. And if you haven't seen a brother for uh-huh. two or three months, call him. That's it. That's Let me also add. Him. We have a lot of brothers who live out of state. Yeah. Brothers I've never even spoke to. One of them was a brother who passed not too long ago. His name was uh, Worship Brother Kenneth Long. Luckily, I was able to have a conversation with him uh, a couple years ago prior to even him passing. And it's it was an honor for me to speak to a patriarch of the lodge, so to speak, of the uh, the old order, we'll call it. <laughs> uh, but it was, a, it, you know, if you're a secretary, even if you've never spoken to this brother, reach out to him. Because you know what? They will appreciate being part of the modern lodge. Something that they're, they know brothers from back in the 1980s or the 1970s. They know that brother. They know those brothers. But when you call up and say, hey, 
I'm so and so. I'm George. I'm right worship brother George Mudry. I'm the secretary of Morningstar Lodge now. I've never met you before, but tell me about the old days. Oh, the guy. Let me tell you, past masters and the old timers. They love talking about the old days of the lodge. Pick their brain for intelligence. Pick their brain because they want to talk masons. They want to talk it. So that's all I got. Before you finish, finish I have it up. To correct your Italian. Oh boy. I'm sorry. Ugats? Seriously? What you know it? what that means? No. Dick. I believe, strictly translated, it means Sorry. my balls. Really? Yes. My, no, my penis. Sorry. <laughs> he must be from northern He's Italy. But no, <laughs> southern, southern. I'm calibrated. Oh, my Are God. Are you? I am, too. I am. I like did not know that. Yeah. So then what do you got? You so, got... <laughs> you got one guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Sitting there saying Sorry. it means nothing. Right, right. like, so what does nothing mean? Well, but that means that you, oh, what well, do you I got? Did, you got nothing. Is, you got... Mm-hmm. All right. So we have a chance. Niente. All no. joking aside, no. we have an actual Italian in here who knows how to speak Italian. I don't know it. I just... Okay. <laughs> uh... Just because I'm red, ha- I have red hair doesn't mean I'm not a real Italian. My, my name ex- ends in a vowel. My I don't ex- speak it. Though. My ex's family is Italian. They speak Italian. Okay, and her family used to say, "You you ain't got no guts." Right. Like, so I always thought you it don't meant, have any. Yeah. I yeah, thought you got nothing. You don't even you don't have, have no the okay. most basic thing that every male has. Well, then you let, don't have that. Let me throw my apology <laughs> out. <right now. laughs> <laughs> that I truly did not know yeah, that. You got I it. thought it meant nothing. Well, it's in a, you got nothing. You don't even have ungots. Uh, okay. <laughs> so nothing is niente or uh, I have nothing. God. Do we have any Italian listeners? Would that be great if we had <laughs> in Italy? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I was getting in trouble for my language, but now I'm really going to get in trouble because... <laughs> Doing it in other languages, <laughs> but I didn't even. Re- okay, that was an honest mistake. Though, it's okay. So. It's I, I sat there the whole podcast listening to you, and I'm thinking in my head, I gotta correct the Italian. <laughs> correct the Italian. Yeah, it's funny. Is my daughter takes Italian? Did you know it? I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a safe bet anytime. Like, uh, hey, don't start you over there. What? All right, yeah, you, Redbeard. Who me? All right. <laughs> I could be the pirate. That <laughs> we got Captain Redbeard over here. <laughs> All right. Forget your rum. We got ginger ale. <laughs> uh, or in Rocco's case, ginger beer. <laughs> All right. For the Freemasons Podcast, I am Right Warshall Brother George Marjorie signing off. Brother Rocco. Warshall Brother Joe. Have a good night, everyone.